Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary, the podcast that you are listening to right now where this guy is reading the dictionary. Yay for that. All right. The first word in this episode is dietary. 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 D-I-E-T-A-R-Y. First form, noun from 1838, the kinds and amounts of food available to or eaten by an individual, group, or population. What what are the things that uh, an individual, group, or population are eating? It's the kinds and the amounts. That's the dietary. Mm, Let's see what the next one says. The sound effect will be... Second form of dietary, adjective from 1614, this one's much older than the previous one, of or relating to a diet or to the rules of a diet, as in dietary guidelines. All the different kinds of diets, maybe we should put a link, maybe in yesterday's episode, there should be a link in the show notes that lists all all kinds of diets and each one of them has rules. They have rules. You got to live by the strict rules of a diet. And they, they have dietary guidelines. Dietarily is an adverb. The next word, dietary law. Two words, noun from 1907, dietary law. Any of the laws observed by Orthodox Jews that permit or prohibit certain foods. Now, the, the the biggest one, the one that I think most people are aware of, uh, which is also me, is, you know, a food, or there's a couple things. A food's got to be kosher, uh, which I believe is when a, uh, it's, the, the food has got to be uh, prepared, killed, processed in a certain way, and also has to be, I believe, um, not prayed over, but has to be blessed, has to be blessed by, I think, a rabbi. So that is what makes food kosher. And there's other things, like I think, you know, for a lot of Jews, there's no no pork uh, in their diet. And so, yeah, it's, it's a law. It's under Jewish law that you can have certain things and cannot have certain things. Uh, and I believe that would also pertain to certain holidays. Uh, you can and cannot eat certain foods during certain holidays. Uh, some Jewish people have uh, two kitchens, a kosher kitchen and a regular kitchen. And so the kosher kitchen is um, it's under dietary law. What can and cannot be in that kitchen? That was never a thing that we did. I, my Half my family is Jewish, but we didn't keep kosher, nothing like that. And I was a big bacon eater as a kid. The next word. Dietary supplement. Two words, noun from 1967. A product taken orally that contains one or more ingredients, as vitamins or amino acids, that are intended to supplement one's diet and are not considered food. I'm sorry. You can't take your calcium pills. You can't take a whole bottle of calcium pills or magnesium or B12 or vitamin C that it's not a meal it's it doesn't work that way uh, but sometimes you do need to supplement 
your diet with these things like amino acids or vitamins. Examples would be uh, maybe if somebody has some sort of uh, physical condition that they can't maybe eat certain foods or something, they got to add these vitamins in other ways. Uh, Personally, for me and other vegans, vegetarians, you don't get a whole lot of B12 or, or any B12, which is very important. And so we take B12 supplements. Um, depending on what you're eating and what your lifestyle is like, you may want to take some vitamin D or calcium or other things. You gotta, you gotta talk to a nutritionist and your doctor. The next word. Dietetic is the next word. Dietetic. Adjective from 1579. One. Of or relating to diet. Just anything that's about about diet could be any any one of these diets, the things that you eat, the things that you do in your day, the deliberative assembly of princes or estates, anything that's related to those things are dietetic. Two, adapted for use in special diets. So if there's a special diet and there's some sort of food thing that is made specifically for that diet, gluten-free, vegan, keto, paleo, then it's dietetic. There's a lot, a lot of those dietetic foods in the grocery stores these days. We didn't used to have those just uh, like 15, 20 years ago. Dietetically is an adverb. The next word, dietetics. So we just added an S to dietetic. Noun from 1799, the science or art of applying the principles of nutrition to the diet. Hmm. So there's a special diet, and then just the science or art of of using those, maybe those rules of what the diet says. Uh, That's dietetics. The next word, diether, diether. Ether, noun from 1950, a compound containing two atoms of oxygen with ether linkages. And that's ether, E-T-H-E-R. Ether, I know, is some sort of uh, liquid thing that if you smell it, you might pass out, I think. They would use this to knock people out. Um, So if there's two atoms of oxygen and they're linked to ether, it's diether. Di means two. Two oxygen atoms. The next word. Diethylcarbamazine. Diethylcarbamazine or zine. Uh, Let's see. Let's spell it for fun. D-I-E-T-H-Y-L-C-A-R-B-A-M-A-Z-I-N-E. Noun from 1948. N- Anthelmintic administer an anthelmintic administered in the form of its crystalline citrate C10H21N3O and then there's a dot in the middle C6H8O7 especially co- to control human filariasis filariasis and large nematodes like heartworms in dogs and cats it's an anthelmintic, which I don't know what it is. Uh, let's see, crystalline citrate. It controls human filariasis. 
and uh, things like heartworms in dogs and cats. And this is from the dye prefix, plus the, let's see, plus ethyl, plus the carb from carboxy, and the AM from amide, and, and then azine, or azin at the end. Sounds like it's useful stuff. The next word. Diethyl ether. Two words. Diethyl ether. Noun from circa 1930. And the synonym is the 3A definition for the word ether, which is going to be many months from now, maybe sometime next year or the year after that. Ether. The next word. Diethyl still bestrol. Diethyl still bestrol or stroll. Noun from 1938. A colorless crystalline synthetic compound, C18H20O2, used as a potent estrogen, but contraindicated in pregnancy for its tendency to cause cancer or birth defects in offspring. Well, this doesn't sound good. So why would you use it? It's estrogen, so if maybe if somebody is lacking in their estrogen, needs more estrogen for some reason, then I guess that they would maybe use this. But you do not want to use diethylstilbestrol if you are pregnant or going to be pregnant uh, because it's not, it's not going to be good. Uh, it can cause cancer and or birth defects in the baby. So just maybe stay away from it if you can. Uh, it is called also DES or just Stilbestrol. Both names. The next word. Diethyl zinc. Two words. Noun from 1952. A volatile pyrophoric liquid compound. C4H10ZN. Used especially to catalyze polymerization and to deacidify paper. So if your paper is acidic and you don't want it to be, then you can use diethyl zinc. But it is volatile and it's pyrophoric. So that's something about fire. Pyrophoric. Hmm. I have a feeling it's got to be, got to be, it's, it's flammable. Um, but uh, yeah, I can, I'm, I have a little trouble remembering the phoric Su- uh, suffix there's there's phobic which means it detracts uh things yeah pyrophoric it must be fl- but my, why wouldn't it say flammable hmm yep i i got nothing diethyl zinc the next word dietitian dietitian d-i-e-t-i-t-i-a-n or instead of the second t you can put in a c D-I-E-T-I-C-I-A-N, noun from circa 1846, and it is a specialist in dietetics, how do we say this word? Dietetics, which is all about the principles of nutrition of a diet, the science or art. So the dietitian is doing the dietetics to to learn about nutrition and different diets, and then they're going to help you and tell you what they think you should eat based on what you like and what you want and maybe what your body chemistry might be like. Dietitians, 
I don't know if they're different than nutritionists. Can they be the same person? Can you can you get um, can you get uh, certified as one or the other? I think they're definitely different. Nutrition a nutritionist is more about what's in a food and and what things you need from the food. A dietitian, I guess, is more about the specific diets and knowing more about the diets. I guess. The next, oh, that was the last D-I-E word. Here is the D-I-F section, which, how long will this one go? One, two, three, three episodes after this one. Three full episodes after this one. Okay, so the next word, it's diff, D-I-F-F, noun from 1896, and this is slang. I don't think of people in the 1800s using slang, but, you know, it's it's been around for a while. Um, so it's uh, slang for just the word difference. What's the difference? What's the diff? It's just, it's just such a funny idea to think of somebody in the 1800s saying, what's the diff? But I guess they did it. The next word. Differ. D-I-F-F-E-R. This is a verb from the 14th century, and I believe it is just intransitive. 1A, to be unlike or distinct in nature, form, or characteristics, as in, the law of one state differs from that of another. They're, they're different. Um, they're unlike each other. They're distinct from each other in the ways of nature, form, or characteristics. So it's obviously not just about the law, it's lots of things. It could be, uh, and it also doesn't have to be states. It's just anything that are different, unlike or distinct from each other in nature, form, or characteristics. Uh, The definition for differ is going to differ from the definition of another word. They're different. Where are we? 1B for differ is next. To change from time to time, or from one instance to another. The synonym is vary, V-A-R-Y, and the example is the number of cookies in a box may differ. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why can't they be standard? What if somebody got four cookies more than my box of cookies had? I'm not going to be very happy about that. Where are my extra cookies? They got to be the same. They should be the same. Hmm. Hmm. I don't like it when they differ. Number two. To be of unlike or opposite opinion. To be of unlike or opposite opinion. The synonym is disagree. As in, they differ on religious matters. Oh, so many people differ on religious matters and political matters. Hopefully, if you are, um, if you and your partner your one or two partners or whoever they are, if you are going to have a kid, you may want to talk about things like this, like religion, like politics, etc., etc., and see if you differ. You probably already know, but, um, you know, depending on your situation, you may want to differ on things, and you may not want to differ on things. Um, I think it's good to be on the same page for a lot of things, but at the same time, it's good to get different viewpoints and opinions in certain ways, in certain things. 
the etymology for differ. It's from the Middle French, differer, which means to postpone or be different. From the Latin differe, which is from dis plus ferre, which means to carry. And there's more at the word bear, like I'm carrying this weight, I'm bearing this weight. And um, that's that's interesting. I don't know how that's your your different. Uh, yeah, yeah, differ. Um, okay, we have one more word for this episode. Two forms. Uh, first form of the word difference. D-I-F-F-E-R-E-N-C-E. Difference or difference. Dif- I, what's the difference between these? Oh, well, it's the difference. Ah, see, that that's funny. Noun from the 14th century. Um, 1A. The quality or state of being different. That's it. As in, the difference between right and wrong. Sometimes it's hard to tell what's the difference between right and wrong. Right, right and wrong. Usually it's not that hard. They are quite different, right and wrong. But it's all up to your opinion. You may What you think is right might differ from what somebody else thinks is right. 1B. An instance of differing in nature, form, or quality. As in, noted the differences in color and texture. Uh, yep, there, there are differences in color and texture. That's it. 1C is archaic. A characteristic that distinguishes one from another or from the average. A characteristic that distinguishes... So, oh, the, so the actual characteristic that makes two things different uh, is called the difference. But we don't use this anymore. It's archaic. 1D, the element or factor that separates or distinguishes contrasting situations. So the thing, this is kind of similar to the last one. It's the thing that makes things uh, different, different situations, is the difference. There's no example. Number two, distinction or discrimination in preference, as in timing is often the difference between success and failure. That's, that's a very true statement. Distinction or discrimination in preference. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... Reading that definition, I wouldn't know what to do with it. 3A. Disagreement in opinion. And the synonym is dissension. D-I-S-S-E-N-S-I-O-N. Uh, so, you know, the, um, the, the courts, like the Supreme Court, uh, they come up with a decision... Um, that's that's what they what the decision is is what goes. But the people who disagree, maybe there's like five of the uh, judges agree, so the majority rules. But then the other four, they have a dissent, a dissension, and that's the one that disagrees with the decision that was made. So there there's a there's a difference there. Three B, an instance or cause of disagreement, as in unable to settle their differences. Oh, maybe they need a mediator to come in and help them figure this out. It's okay to have differences to an extent. It depends on your situation. But, um, you know, 
maybe, maybe, maybe you need to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, you got to come together. Maybe you got to, you got to say, okay, fine, you can have it your way. We won't be different anymore. Four, the degree or amount by which things differ in quantity or measure. Specifically, we have the 2B1 definition for the word remainder. So yeah, this is what what's left over. What's the difference? If um, if I have six apples and you want five, I don't know why you want five apples. Are you going to eat all five apples right now? Uh, I give you five, and then the difference, the what's left over, is one apple that I will eat. Number five, a significant change in or effect on a situation, as in, it makes no difference to me. I don't care. There's no significant change in in what happens to me. It's all good. It's all good by me. No difference to me. There's no etymology, but we do have very one last, very last word. It's the second form of difference. Transitive verb from 1576. The synonyms are differentiate and distinguish. So... Those uh, those are later. Differentiate, I think, is in the next episode, probably. Differentiate. Nope, the one after that. And uh, where was the... Distinguish. That's going to be a little while from now. Okay, let's reread the words. We had dietary, dietary, dietary law, dietary supplement, dietetic, dietetics, diether, diethylcarbamazine, Diethyl ether, diethyl stilbestrol, diethyl zinc, dietitian diff, differ, or differ, difference, difference. Hmm, all right, let's see. Well, I'm thinking either difference or maybe, I don't know, dietary supplement. Those things are useful. You can't rely on them, but depending on your situation, they might be good. I guess I'll pick dietary supplement as the word of the episode. I take some dietary supplements, I do, I do. I take some B12 and calcium, and then some other things sometimes. Dietary supplements, dietary supplements. That's it. I'm done. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast and this show. Don't forget to rate and review and share and subscribe and tell people about it and all those things and uh, Patreon, merchandise, any of the ways to give me some money is fine by me. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.